Mic check. All right. Here we are. Here we go. We are back. We are back. Obesius. Mm. Hello, good sir. Hello. We're back. We're back. It's kind of weird. We're back like in more ways than one. Which ways? Like we're back from the dead. Mm. Back in the saddle again. Mm -hmm. Back in time. Mm -hmm. Back to back. Mm -hmm. Back in black. Back in black. Back on track. Is that a song? No, I don't think it is. Okay. I, I broke the combo. I'm sorry. It's all right. Well, guys, we had a nice little uh, holiday break. Now we're back in the game, mm-hmm. ready to do this shit. And uh, we're always happy that you guys joined us. And uh, tonight's brew is a good one. I have a good feeling Hopefully. about it. I have a bad feeling about uh, this. Let me do this cold read. You guys ready? Ready. Brewed with Out of This World. Galaxy Hops. The Starship IPA will blast your taste buds with the notes of fresh grapefruit and citrus. That was not as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> good <laughs> enough. They're cold reads, guys. They're cold reads. Yeah. All right. So, fuck it. Let's just get, let's just, I mean, we got a lot to talk about. So let's just fucking roll right into this bitch. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's fucking crack these bitches open. This is the One Beer and Podcast. This is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. With me is always the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, brewskies? This is episode 248? Uh, maybe. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm pretty sure it's 240. Okay. But double check. Double check that. Yeah. Let's, for let's roll with that for now. But we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll check that. Mm. Oh man, it's good to be back. But it was also good to have a nice little break. Yeah. We actually don't need these anymore, really. Mm. Our headphones. I mean, if you want to continue to monitor, oh, I like to hear my dulcet tones <laughs> right in my ear holes. Your uh, your fucking nasally tones. Beautiful. Got well, sick again. It's dude. all your fault. Sick again. How is it my fault? You got sick, so you got me sick. Okay, but how is it my fault though? What you, did, what did you do? What did you do? What, you were you. What, what have I done? <laughs> you were irresponsible in some way. Were you not? How? By sucking my no. Oh, by come on. you did something right. I I didn't do. I was in the same car with you. That so that may I was in the same car with uh. Uh, wait, who drove with us? It was just us. No, no, Katie was with yeah, us. Yeah, it was me, you, and Katie. So she wasn't sick before, sh- and she isn't sick now, is she? Uh, yeah, actually, she is. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. You're ground zero, buddy. Actually, yeah. Maybe it was my fault. I think it was. So my bad. Here we are. Anyway, uh, last episode was 246, so this makes it 247. 247. This is episode 247. Uh, yeah, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I get mad when people are like mad at other people for getting them sick when they weren't like being egregious about it. You know, like if you're sneezing everywhere and, and wiping your nose with your hands and like touching doorknobs right afterwards, I get it at yeah. that point. But if it's, if they're just sick and you get, you happen to get sick after them, it's not their fault. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. That's a nice, very diplomatic way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Don't yeah. be a jerk. Yeah. Cause some people, they, I mean, people fucking, they freak the fuck out. Yeah. When when other people are sick, man. They're, get the fuck away from me. Get him away from me. I can't get sick. Go I home. I don't want to get sick. Yeah. Get out of here. I can't be around you. You're sick. I don't want to get sick. Meanwhile, everybody works in an office where there's, you know, at least 20 to 30 people minimum. Yeah. Hundreds of people maximum. It's and, fun to see how, uh, how good your immune system is, you know? Test it out. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I can tell you mine's... Not good. Yeah. Very weak. Mine's dirt. Mm-hmm. So I go into an office of more than five people, and it's like, I, well, um, good luck. Yeah. Good fucking luck, buddy. So, uh, um, yeah, We, if you haven't noticed, we took a week off. We took a week off to recharge the batteries, mainly because, I mean, we, I mean, you know, we had a nice little, nice little, uh, Nice little Christmas and uh, New Year's. New break. Year's, yeah. Yeah, it was a nice little, had nice a f- little. Had a fun New Year's. Yeah, yeah. We went up to St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we hung out with our dear friend Isis and her husband Arthur. They welcomed us into their home. Mm-hmm. They had a nice little house party. Mm-hmm. Did the whole twenties themed twenty twenty party, which I see on Instagram and on Twitter was. Literally the only way to do a New yeah. Year's party, I guess. It was the thing to do for um, 2020, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So it's not it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, everybody did the same thing. It's like, well, what else were people going to do? Right. Have a cops and robbers themed <laughs> This fucking... is the year to do it. Yeah. This is the this is the year. Right. Next decade, we can do uh, depressing 30s. Yeah. Yeah. 2030. Fuck. Oh, yeah. We can do like the Great Depression mm-hmm. themed and I can just wear the same outfit. We'll Basically. all be like 40 by then. Yeah. Yeah. Close to it. No. Right? Yeah. 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 Fuck. I'm depressed already. Fuck. That's a whole decade away, man. Don't yeah. do that. Okay, okay. Don't fucking do that Sorry. shit. Um, so, yeah, we went up there. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice little fucking house party that, I mean, I was expecting it to be, you know, a nice little kickback, you yeah, know? Yeah. Fucking chill thing. It was No, it was a real party. It was fucking lit. It was it a was, party. It party. was a fucking party. Yeah. I mean, there was like 20, 25 heads in there. Yeah. It was thick. Good amount of people. Yeah. And a in, in a party? I mean in a house, house party, party? Yeah. That that those are those are numbers in a mm-hmm. house party. I don't I don't want that I don't want that many people in mm-hmm. my neighborhood. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was good. It and was a nice three dogs. Three dogs. And they got into a fucking <laughs> fight. Like a real dog fight. Actually, uh, there were three dogs 
at that house alone. Mm-hmm. But then they total, brought there were five. There was think, five right? dogs. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I don't know if you saw their cat too. Yeah. 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 Cat was dope. Yeah. So yeah, at like fucking three in the morning, <laughs> I saw this happen from afar, and it was one of those things where like. You know, if, if they say when you see a car crash, you don't know if you're, you should call 911 or somebody else is going to do it. Like, yeah. You have to tell somebody, hey, you, call 911. Yeah, like that, that, that group think mentality. Right. Like, like oh, somebody, somebody else got it. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt watching the dogs fight. <laughs> <laughs> because they're going at it. I'm like, oh, they're really fighting, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Somebody should probably stop that. I, I heard it like it was like a nightmare. Yeah. You know, I was I was I was fucking blasted yeah this is like at the end of the night yeah no everybody's pretty much going home or passing out on couches or in mm-hmm. beds and whatnot and i hear just this <laughs> and i was like the fuck is going on yeah it felt it felt like i like like i had slept for 20 years and woke up in like mm-hmm. a post-apocalyptic <laughs> I, it was oh, just, whoa, 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 you just hear it off in the distance yeah. and then Chaos. and then and then you hear like oh, no ah! <laughs> Just running, uh, like people scattering. Incredible. Oh, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty cool. Would you fucking make up your mind? Speaking of dogs. And then he just stares at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was something else. Yeah. With the fucking party. I don't think I can talk about... Should I? Uh, nah. If, if you can remember it. I can... I remember some parts. Mm-hmm. Like boobies. <laughs> I do re- yeah, yeah, I do remember. Just fucking. I mean, this girl was smart. <laughs> very, very smart. Marco was talking to some ladies at the party. I did more than talk to him, Adam. Oh, boy. More than one. Oh, boy. We'll just leave it at that. We'll I'll, let at your, that yeah. I'll let your imaginations run wild. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Dog. I mean, it was a good time. It was a really, really good time. Yeah, it was fun. This yeah. was fun. Then we come back into town. You get sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 my health is, is, is coming back to me. Right. I feel at about 90, 95% now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. The worst is definitely behind me. And Except then for the fact I pulled a muscle on my back coughing. Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. I mean, are you 31, 41? 71. I was going to say, keep going, buddy. 91. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like it. Uh, and then, and then, and then, you know, man, just some, something, something hit me. Something, something hit me. I was just, I, I've just been obsessed with this idea. Okay. So these beers are fitting because we've spent the past week and a half mm-hmm. uh, running through. Not the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Not the original trilogy of Star Wars. No, my friends. We spent the past week and a half watching the prequel trilogy Mm. of Star Wars. Episode 1 through 3. The, uh, I wanted to say iconic, but there's another word. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably notorious the notorious yeah. that i think that's better uh prequel trilogy why you ask i don't have a good answer yeah, for I just, you i don't think there is a good answer i mean we're gonna we're gonna talk about these movies okay now 
couple of things. Let's get this out of the way first and foremost. If you're not, if you haven't seen him, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, but also <laughs> shame on you. If you call yourself a Star Wars fan, yeah, you, you have, have to. You, you gotta, you gotta watch. Did them. you see that tweet of the guy who was like? You're not a real Star Wars fan if all you've done is watch the movies. Yeah. Real mm-hmm. Star Wars fans. And then he said, yeah. like, lists yeah. off this dumb shit that you have to do to be a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And then he just got obliterated. Yeah. It's always it's always very satisfying when somebody says something like that and they're being serious. Mm-hmm. And then and then people just like they're like fucking a, a, it, it's like a carcass falls in the water with piranha <laughs> yep. just fucking rip them to shreds i like when the the reaction like once they're getting shat upon is like <laughs> you guys didn't get i was i was just kidding yeah no yeah no that's <laughs> I, I i guess you uh you, you can't get sarcasm on twitter <laughs> yeah. i mean i will say this it's getting harder and harder to discern when people are just trying to troll and when people are being serious because people, well, it's because we live in a nightmare world yeah yeah d- yeah yeah and it's and it's getting more nightmarish by the day yeah and you see somebody say something happy 2020 you, everyone you, oh man it started off fantastic um you see somebody say something and you're like are you, are you they can't are you serious they can't you can't be serious me too really but then you run through their timeline and you're like oh they're not serious right, they right. get it they're joking yeah, yeah, that's yeah. but then they get shit on anyway because there's too many people on twitter and there's too many people who don't get the joke and you, well you see it it's because people see it in a flash and they they don't look into it further than yeah just oh or even even like the onion sometimes people just see a headline and go oh my god that's outrageous mm-hmm. yeah i've i've <clears throat> I learned my lesson. I don't corroborate any stories or comment on anything until like I read the article and then I'll look at some of the responses yeah. and then I'll look at that person's timeline to see like what kind of <laughs> what kind of joke are we dealing with here. Anyway, uh so yeah, if you if if you haven't seen them, you should probably watch them. You get Disney Plus and just watch them just because, you know, if you've got if you've got a couple hours to spare and you kind of hate yourself a little bit and you don't have a lot to do and you're kind of curious, watch them. Um, If you have seen them and you're like, Jesus Christ, that's what we're about to talk about, go fuck yourself. It's our podcast. So (laughs) um, I've been like obsessing over weird Star Wars trivia and like the novelizations and like little details and easter eggs and stuff ever mm-hmm. since we watched rise of skywalker yeah so um i think we only talked about the trailer did we well, i don't think we ever actually talked about seeing the movie did we um no 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 we said that we were going to do a full like that's right that's right and then we did, it, and we, we, did didn't. we did we didn't do yeah, we didn't do a full one real spoiler end. cast, one real in. No, right. we didn't do that. Mm-mm. So sorry for lying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we don't have to. We don't have to do that. I mean we have four movies to kind of and a TV show chitter chat about. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we we uh, the Mandalorian is finished, and and we were we were riding that train every week, so we're mm-hmm. on top of that too. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just I don't even know where to begin, dude. Let's start with episode one. <laughs> Let me just say this. The Phantom Menace. One of the reasons that I was 
that I've been so like obsessed with watching the prequel trilogy is because of nostalgia. Yeah. Every time that I watch something on YouTube about Star Wars or anytime I, I see something written about it, there's always a handful of people who are like, oh yeah, by the way, the prequels aren't as bad as everybody says they are. I've seen people say that the prequels are better than the new series. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. I've seen I've seen a, a lot of people actually yeah. say, I saw one guy just recently, they were like, um, time will be kinder to the prequel trilogy than it will be to the sequel trilogy. Mm. And so I see this going through, you know, watching all these YouTube videos and all this bullshit. And I mean, it piques my interest Yeah. because I, I honestly haven't, I know that I haven't watched Attack of the Clones in like 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like I just, you know, and I watched Phantom Menace like two or three years ago just because I was curious. Yeah. And I haven't watched uh, Return of the Sith or Revenge, Revenge. of the Sith. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched that in a couple years either. So I don't have like, I know that they're bad, right? Yeah. But I don't know to the extent. Right. In detail, how they're bad. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, I'm like, I drag you into this. You sure did. <laughs> you had to pull me into this fun. <laughs> I couldn't do this by myself. Fun little experiment. I thought about doing it by myself, but then I was like, ah, no, I want, I want him to, I want this, I want... <laughs> I want you to suffer too. I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna suffer by myself. We were originally supposed to rewatch the Last Jedi. Yeah, we were supposed to do that <laughs> because I would have rather that one's watched, supposed to be good. I would have rather watched Last Jedi three times <laughs> than have done what we did. So, all right. So we 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 just dive right in, yeah. and I mean, it is apparent from the very beginning <laughs> immediately that these are not good mm -hmm. and not good on a level that I don't think people realize. Yeah. I, I want to stress how bad these movies are, <laughs> how bad the Phantom Menace is mm -hmm. because I think we can agree the the order of quality as far as the movies are concerned mm -hmm. goes in order yeah it goes yeah, in yeah. chronological order right I, I wasn't sure that that's how it would turn out because yeah. you know I saw these movies when I was a kid so I even the Phantom Menace I thought was pretty good mm -hmm. when I was a kid when I first saw it I, I've changed over time <laughs> but um, hope yeah um, I've but, grown I've changed. But you know, you remember the cool parts <laughs> of Phantom Menace and Oops. Attack of the Clones. I was like, that is where the terrible romance is. So that's that might actually be worse than yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. No, but just barely. But just barely. Yeah. I mean, cause that. Oh God, I just I have so many thoughts, so many emotions that were not stirred up. By how good the movie was, <laughs> but just the choices that they made in these movies, mm -hmm. I'm just so, I'm just so upset. I'm just yeah. so upset with George Lucas and everyone involved with these goddamn movies. Yeah, except for you and McGregor. 
Yeah. We'll get to that. It's a shining moment. Dude, I mean, he, he, I, when we, we just finished, uh, we just finished Sith episode mm-hmm. three. And I mean, he anchors the whole thing. He's, yeah. he's the only reason all three of those movies are even remotely watchable. I'd say in the first one, obviously, Liam Neeson does a lot of the hard lift, uh, heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, two and three, I mean, it's just, I mean, if he wasn't there, I oh. what a, a fucking black hole of a void. There'd, is be no, left. there'd be basically no reason to watch. Uh, okay, so Phantom Menace. It's just it it all all of the things that you remember being bad, you know the corny kid, um, uh, bad dialogue, bad dialogue, overly convoluted storyline, uh, stiff acting, you know, bad writing, not unfunny comedic moments, Jar Jar Binks. All of the things that you remember not being good about this movie, I can assure you, as an adult, they are worse than you remember. <laughs> you remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the the cardinal sin uh, in especially, especially uh, the first one is it's boring. It's just boring. It's boring. Nothing happens, dude. We were watching it. 30 minutes in, I just look back at you and I'm like, nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. It seems like a lot's happening, but nothing's going on. Nothing of consequence happens. There, there, it's, it's, it's dialogue. It's plot moving dialogue. It's not even plot moving, really. It's just kind of like stilted stuff being said that kind of moves the plot. It's dialogue that's like in a series. That's in those slow moments of a TV show where you're like, oh, this is one of those filler episodes where they just kind of. They're spinning their wheels. Yeah. And like nothing's really going on, but the plot is kind of moving. Like we're learning a little bit more and people are saying stuff and you're kind of like, it's just like a snapshot of the world or whatever. This is one of those filler episodes. When I go back and rewatch this TV show, I'll never watch this episode again. And that's what The Phantom Menace Mm -hmm. is for the first hour and yeah. 10 minutes well that's why the uh the machete order of watching them gets rid of phantom menace outright yeah it says it's unnecessary which it is it's completely unnecessary you don't need to watch that movie at all to understand pretty much everything mm-hmm. all right so with with these quick reviews of the movies i don't want to just dog them yeah okay i want us to have one positive takeaway from each movie okay so what is your positive takeaway from phantom menace uh, I mean, obvious. The the obvious one is is the duel of the fates. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the fight scene in the end is. I mean, it's fantastic. It holds up. Yeah, it's still a really intense scene. Um, the moment where they're going in between the shields mm-hmm. and the lasers. Yeah, and Qui Gon yeah. starts to meditate. Darth Maul is like looking at him like a fucking hungry lion. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's in the back, you know, he's the young, youthful guy trying to get his, you know, trying to get his. And, like, mm-hmm. you see how they characterize, character, oh, Jesus Christ. Characterize his eyes. Characterize his eyes. Characterize eyes. Characterize. There it is. Characterize. These, Jesus, oh, I'm not even going to, I'm not, you know, you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. 
that moment is beautifully written. Mm-hmm. Well done. I love that. Yeah. And Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely does what he can <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with what he's given. Yeah. yeah. So those are my shining moments of that. Uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, that that'd be mine too. I'd say a runner-up for me. Those I actually like the podcast. They're podcasting the course, pod, the, the pod, the pod racing. <clears throat> yeah, pod racing scene is pretty cool. But even the pod racing scene goes on too long. Yeah, it's too long of a race. Yeah, but it is a, especially a technical achievement. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, 2001. This is like this shit looks fucking amazing. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I have good memories of the N64 game too. Yeah. Yeah, I had it. I had it on a PlayStation, but mm. man, I'm just I'm just thinking about it. You know, I, I was thinking about. It. I've been thinking about these movies yeah. a lot, and just just what they were able to get away with, what people let them, what like what what the fuck was George Lucas thinking? I don't know. I mean, the, the, you have to remember this was the first time he directed something in like was it twenty years, thirty years. That's fine, dude. It's not even really the. I mean, the direction is a huge part of it, but it's 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 what's written on the page, man. Yeah, it's just the worst dialogue I think I've ever seen in a movie with this kind of budget. Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was uh, it was obvious they gave George enough rope to hang himself with. Yeah. And he did. And they were like, well, see what you did? Now we don't have to fucking listen to you anymore. Yeah. Dude, make no mistake about it. This is, I'm not exaggerating. It is some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard Mm -hmm. in a movie with this kind of budget. Yeah. These are blockbuster titles. They made billions of dollars. And it is some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah. I can't, I can't fathom how bad. I, I, I can't even wrap my head around when he wrote this. Like, it's just, these movies are written, all three of them are written, not just the dialogue, but I mean screenplay-wise, like the whole thing. They're mm-hmm. written as if someone told George Lucas about Star Wars, and then he had to come up with a story based from his memory. Mm-hmm. That's what, because like, it just, some of the plot points just go, fuck that shit. Like, it it just, it causes more problems than it solves. It raises more questions than answers. It's unnecessarily convoluted. Creates plot holes. Yeah. Just all around, not good. Yeah. And that's just the first one. (laughs) So. We 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 suffer through that, and I mean, when it was over, it felt like that movie was four hours long, and it felt like a release. Uh-huh. I, I felt happy, yeah, that it was finally finished. At least, we, at least, at least, we finally get to what is supposed to be better movies. Yeah, but Attack of the Clones also not good. <laughs> also not good. Also not good. Yeah, I, I look, man. Listen, <clears throat> we don't have enough time on this podcast to explore how bad these movies are individually. No. And people have. People already have done Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So We're, you I mean there's there's people with with who have who have taken the time out to really, really go in and you could obviously go to YouTube and find out. Mm-hmm. It's just 
I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't let it go. I can't. I can't. Well, it's it's okay, here's the thing for me is like I, I read a tweet that kind of shook me uh, when uh, what was it? Not Last Jedi. When <coughs> excuse me, uh, Rise of Skywalker came out. Yeah. Uh, somebody tweeted. Uh, I honestly think that Star Wars was a fluke. Like the fact that the original trilogy was so good was yeah. just a fluke. Yeah. Like no pun intended. The stars aligned. And made this thing that was really good. <coughs> but everything since that has been like at very best hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And it's because they captured lightning in a bottle with that original series. Yeah. And even the originals, a lot of people have criticisms about. Um, they're not perfect pieces of art no, necessarily. Not by any means. Um, and in my opinion, made kind of worse with the... <laughs> specialized or special editions that oh, came yeah. out in the 90s yeah, yeah. we don't even have to um but I, how do you how do you feel about that because i was like that that might be true i if that's true then like this this thing that we've put on the pedestal as being like one of the most important pop culture things to ever exist may not be as special as we make it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It, it's funny you say that because I, I honestly, I've been thinking about that a lot. I was actually talking to South about this, and I, and I told him, I was like, you know what, dude? It's actually unfair of us as fans to be so hard on these movies. This is nine films. Yeah. What nine film series has kept up the quality for every single movie. I mean, Marvel. But the, it's not a series though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a it's it's a shared world, but mm-hmm. you have enough characters, enough different things going on. There's so much there's so many other things that you can right. do. There, there weren't 9 Iron Man movies. Exactly. Yeah. They tried to do 3 Iron Man movies and couldn't even fucking hack it. Mm-hmm. Although you say that Iron Man 3 is three's, better than 3 is better than we and, remember. And hey, you know what? I'll give you that. Okay. I still have a. I'll go back and watch it. And yeah. let let's say you're right. Mm-hmm. Two is still not that good. Yeah, you're right. So they couldn't do it for three movies, mm-hmm. right? Avengers. When you go back and look at it, Endgame is incredible. Infinity War is probably one of the best movies ever made, as mm-hmm. far as comic book movies are concerned. Yeah, yeah. But the original Avengers is it's all right. Mm-hmm. And then Age of Ultron kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not very good. Even even when I saw it, Age of Ultron was kind of like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, you know. So that you can't even do it over a trilogy, let alone nine movies right. that are supposed to be focusing on one family. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think it. I think it's one of those things that is just better in the minds of fans. Yeah, you create your own mythos behind all these things, and like it, be, it suddenly becomes more important. Yeah, and and grander than it really is, because of what you bring to it. Well, it doesn't help that what what what's been created around Star Wars is an entire culture in mm-hmm. and of itself. It's like a religion. It's a literal religion. Like right. people have actually made it a, a real thing, mm-hmm. and it's like it's not fair to criticize these movies from that standpoint. Of like, there's no way it'll ever be able to live up yeah. to the ideas and and the uh 
I mean, just like you said, the mythos, the mythology that we've created around these things. With that being said, that is not the perspective that we took into this. No. I am not sitting here going, how come they didn't do this and this and this from the novelization and blah, blah, blah. I'm not looking at it that way. Mm -hmm. I just want them to be good movies. Yeah. I'm watching movies going, these are poorly made movies, mm -hmm. period. Even without them having to make sense with the original trilogy, they don't make sense on their own. Mm -hmm. Even by themselves, you're like, well, well, why would she do that? Why did he do that? Yeah, they don't stand on their own. They don't stand on their own two feet. Dude, nothing, nothing makes sense. <laughs> nothing. Why? Okay, so we're on Attack of the Clones now, right? Yes. Why? Why is Anakin so obsessed with the senator? With Senator I, Palpatine. Yeah, I don't know. What is what is his obsession with him? <laughs> What's he, his appeal? We're 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 introduced to Anakin and he is a young boy full of energy and potential and and he's happy. Mm -hmm. He's a happy kid. He's a happy slave. Yeah, ha he's a happy slave. <laughs> I mean, he obviously understands his circumstances, but Despite that, mm -hmm. he has a positive disposition. Yeah. Yippee! Yippee. And what is he obsessed with when we are introduced to him? Pod racing. Other than that? Mm. Padme. Yeah, that definitely. The minute he saw her, he just fucking... Mm -hmm. I would rather see the romance develop between that kid and Natalie Portman than fucking Hayden Christensen. You sick fuck. <laughs> That kid probably could have done better. Yeah. If they just waited like five years and just let him do it. Mm -hmm. No, Jedi's. He's obsessed with the Jedi. He sees mm -hmm. Qui-Gon. He immediately sees the lightsaber, identifies who he is and what he is, mm -hmm. right? He knows what uh, 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 Jedi are. He's obsessed with it. Yeah. Right? When he finally gets to leave the slave planet, Qui-Gon wins his uh, uh, freedom by literally betting on him right. <laughs> and then uh you know he, he gets him off the the jedi the are big planet. gamblers <laughs> you don't know and and you know all he wants to do is become a jedi he's like oh i'm gonna be a jedi yay then then you know fast forward 10 years that's that's the time that's the time jump he's early 20s we're led to assume because mm -hmm. he never tell us his age actually right. uh and and He's they're they're I understand what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. They're trying to show us that there's cracks in the armor. They're trying to show us that he is full of doubt and mm -hmm. fear and anger. Right. And he's misunderstood and he's emotional. And maybe he is too old. I mean, he was too old to start his Jedi training because they couldn't from basically from him being like yeah. two years old indoctrinate him, him basically yeah. indoctrinate him is a right. better word uh well because the, the thing that a lot of people don't talk about in this is that it's kind of revealed whether they meant it to be or not that the jedi aren't infallible in fact they're kind of bad sometimes too yeah i think that i think that was intentional yeah. i think that's what they were going well, for even yoda mentions like you know even the oldest Jedi masters can be a bit pretentious sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think 
That's an interesting take. I like that. I like that angle. Yeah. They don't really explore it. No. Or if they did, they, I mean, if they tried, at least they failed. Yeah. Um, so all of that to say, what the fuck is he so obsessed with the Senator for? Yeah. I, I just, they don't explain it. Just all of a sudden out of nowhere, they're like really good friends. I would understand. And I think maybe they intended this to be, uh, but just didn't work out. I'd understand if, if, uh, Senator Palpatine was like another de facto father figure. Right. For him, you know? Right. And was like nice dad as opposed to strict dad. Yeah. And showed him, you know, more love and more affection and yeah. let him get his way more. Yeah. If he if that was his character, then I would understand why he how he could turn Anakin yeah. against Obi Wan. Yeah. If he's like the super caring and understanding yeah. and it's okay, you can fall in love. That's natural. You yeah. know, like whatever, be on his side about stuff. And get him to turn, but you don't. That's not in it at all. Yeah, no. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that shows you why he cares about the senator so much. And there's nothing that there's nothing that is, explores why Padme cares about him so much. No, because I I understand that you can you can have the argument that love is not something logical. You don't have to. Uh, have X plus Y equals whatever to, to have a, a, a love that makes sense, quote unquote. But th- it's not, it's not, it's not there. No, it's not there. They don't show there's it. No chemistry. There's no chemistry. There, there's no, there's no, like, there's I know s- there's no character moments other than them frolicking and, and having a picnic. Right. But there's no, like, there's the, there's, there's nothing. There's no. There's no. There's no passion yeah. for all of this. The Siths. The Sith is 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 governed by themselves. They only think inward. They only act on emotion and and passion and anger and blah blah blah. There's no passion between them. There's yeah. nothing. There's no static electricity between them. No. It's just boring. Boring. And it's it's because they only say it. They don't show it. Yes. They just say stuff. I love you so much. And you're I like, I cannot live with you without why? you. Why? Why do you lo- why? Why do you love each I understand why Anakin would love Padme so much. He's had this obsession with her ever since he was a boy, hasn't seen her in ten years. All he's dreamed about is this dream girl, the first girl he met, and then what do they do? They whisk him off to the Jedi Academy, and all he's been doing is learning to be a Jedi. He hasn't seen a stitch of pussy in ten <laughs> years. Right? Okay. So I understand why he would be obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. I don't get why what she sees in him. In fact, he does nothing but give her reasons to stay 30 fucking galaxies away from him. Yeah. He says some outright fucking outlandish shit. Yeah. He's and kind of a fascist. He's kind of a fascist. But then they laugh about it, so it's okay. He says, okay, so he says the dictatorship thing where he's like, hey, man, I mean, shit, you know, we might need a dictatorship. I don't know. If, if they don't like it, then somebody should make them like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> then there's the, one mo- there's the one moment where she interrupts him and he's like, hey, I'm in charge here. And she's like, I'm, I'm the queen. You're not in charge. And he gives her a look like, bitch, 
if there wasn't people around, I would knock your fucking God. block off. I swear, swear to, God, to God, bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, man, you are so lucky that there's company here. I'm going to force choke you later. Oh, bitch. Bitch, as soon as these people leave, as soon as these people leave, I'm going to smack the shit. I'm going to smack the shit out of you. Is Anakin going to have to choke a bitch? <laughs> that should have been enough. Yeah. Because he's an incredibly violent person. Yes. And then what was the last thing that he did? He did one. There was one more thing where I was like, okay, that's strike. That's that's red flag number three. Yeah. That's three red flags. There was one more thing he did or said. I killed the sand people. Including. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That was it. He, he and, mur- the and the children. And he was just like, you know, I fuck. Oh, I fucking liked it. I came. Like, killed them. Oh, killed them like the shit. animals they are. <clears throat> and it's like, okay, you can feel sorry for him, but he also murdered people. So he's a murdering fascist who will put his hands on you mm-hmm. he will put his hands on you it's a nice guy and what does she do i am deeply truly in love with you mm-hmm. why destiny man why they're meant for each other it doesn't make any sense doesn't have to love doesn't marco maybe and, try fall in love sometime and you know that. what that's hey i've i've tried failed that's what george, that's what george lucas would say to us, it's like, hey man, it's not supposed to make sense. It's mm-hmm. love. Yeah, well. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not um the words that he wrote. Maybe it's the way that they acted them. I mean, Natalie no. Portman has grown into uh, a really good actress. I mean she's she, very talented. She started as a really good actress. She was in Leon the Professional That's and true. was awesome. She was in that. good in that. Yeah, she was good in that. She there was there was that one movie where she plays a girl who like has a baby in Walmart or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it's, I, I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know. I think she was like 15 or 16. I think it's based on a true story where mm-hmm. she has a kid in the Walmart. And I think she like lives in the Walmart for mm-hmm. a while. I don't remember. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she is talented. Yeah. She's definitely not showing it in this. I mean, yeah. there's there's flashes of it where you're like, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Look, man, I don't want to dog the guy because I don't know him. And I don't know what he was going through in his life at the time. <laughs> but Hayden Christensen. Okay, to, to be fair, he wasn't given much to work with. I will give him that. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't given much to work dude. with. How do you make those lines work? Listen, man. Listen. And and like I again I want I wanna I wanna state that I, I understand that I'm that we're kind of stating the obvious here and mm-hmm. kind of like treading on ground that's already yeah. been stomped oh, yeah. on. But I just I just I don't know if I have the vocabulary to express how much you need to go back and watch these movies to truly understand when people write think pieces about how bad Hayden Christensen is mm-hmm. or how bad the prequel trilogy is. You can't um you can't appreciate them enough. Unless you're an adult and you've gone back and watched these movies with a, a, like a even a cursory knowledge of like good movies, because mm-hmm. even when even when I went back and watched uh, Phantom Menace only a couple of years ago, I still was kind of like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not like the worst, the worst movie I've right. ever seen. Yeah, and now I've, I watch it again and I'm like. <laughs> Man, it might, it might crack the list of worst movies I've ever seen. It's pretty bad. Uh, so yeah, nothing makes sense in Attack of the Clones. What makes Attack of the Clones better than uh, Phantom Menace? That's a good question. 
I, I think the first thing is the action picks up mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. So it's a more fast-paced movie, even though it still feels like a fucking drag. It it, it is faster-paced. Um, there's more action throughout the majority of the movie yeah. as opposed to the inverse. And... Uh, that's it. Just the just, yeah. That, that's it. That that's my that's my reasoning. It's just the action's better. <laughs> that's it. There's more. There's more action, and it's 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 better. It's, yeah. it's more competent. So there's no saving grace of a of a lightsaber duel. Um, you get Yoda, which was when you're a kid, mm-hmm. and I remember when I saw it in theaters, and Yoda and his force powers. Yeah, people cheered. Oh man, people lost their goddamn minds yeah. when he pulls out the lightsaber, mm-hmm. dude. People lost it. Mm-hmm. And then he starts fighting Dooku and stuff. But, I mean, it's like 30 seconds, and then Dooku takes off. Uh, Dooku handily, uh, pun intended, handily, just just fucking defecates on Obi-Wan and Anakin. Mm -hmm. Fucking boring fucking fight. Yeah. And we're supposed to believe this old fuck... Well, you know what? Let me not do that. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> we not do that because we are supposed to believe that. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. Right. That's the point of being, uh, being able to communicate with the Force mm-hmm. as as a as a powerful Sith Lord. You. It doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, fucking Yoda's no. like five hundred years old, and he can still, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, fuck scrap with the best of them. Like Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah, mm-hmm. an old fuck mm-hmm. doing fucking windmills and shit <laughs> dude he's just chewing up that scenery mm-hmm. brother just <laughs> so yeah but no dooku sucks hashtag and, dooku sucks and then uh and then that's it that's it for that movie and then and then we finally get to what is supposed to be the actual decent movie in in the prequel trilogy which is the revenge of the sith mm-hmm. right okay let me take a sip Revenge of the Sith, am I right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that what we're gonna call this episode? Revenge of the Sith? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> uh, all right. So we finally get to the the decent one in the series. Mm-hmm. And you know what, bro? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks too. Yeah, but it sucks less. Yeah, yeah. No, it sucks less because Especially in context, like yeah. in comparison to the other ones, it, oh, yeah. it, it's it's markedly better. Yeah, yeah. It's not, but I, not great. But, but, I, but I, I think it's only due to the fact that like now we finally, finally get to some real political intrigue and real complex emotional stuff. Yeah. Real things where like, let's say this movie was done by more talented people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you have like a really juicy fucking story with yep. Anakin and and his and and has a very complex issue with the Jedi Council. He has this father figure in Palpatine, which again, there's no reason we don't know why. But well, let's ignore in, that. In this one, it's because he promises that he knows the secret to right, reviving yeah. people from the now dead. Now that that even even that even that is like huh yeah what which wait a minute isn't isn't that kind of re-explored in uh rise of skywalker how so 
that power of rejuvenation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, well, they don't really rejuvenate. They don't bring anybody back from the dead. They heal people they heal, yeah. that aren't dead yet. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's definitely uh, it's definitely down that same road mm-hmm. of uh, healing powers that yeah. isn't really explored in anything else other than this well, movie. Palpatine says it's something only the Sith can do. Yeah. Only one person has done. Well... He lied. Yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> I mean, he's a liar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, so, yeah, if, if if this was put in more capable hands, you have the potential for, like, a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Like, a really good movie. Not just, like, good in context, but, like, really good. Yeah. With, with his relationship with Obi-Wan, his relationship with Padme his relationship with the Jedi Council, him trying to earn the trust of somebody like Mace Windu while also being super resentful of the fact that they put him on the Council without giving him master status. Mm -hmm. Why does he care so much about master status? All of these things are just like, man, this is juicy fucking stuff. I mean, this is just rife with material to really fucking just put your... Just lay your fucking dick on the table mm-hmm. and say, I got, I mean, look what I got here. Mm-hmm. And instead, I mean, they just chew it up and spit it the fuck out right in yeah. our faces, mm-hmm. right in our stupid, loyal faces. They just, Puh! here's your fucking movie. And I thought you were still talking about your dick. <laughs> it just spit right on my dumb dick. Yeah. And I just, I just drag it off the table. just falls off like a fucking snail and, and <laughs> sliding off the... <laughs> and then you go... Uh, so, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> That's good. That's still good. That's still good. That, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care who you are. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's not supposed to be funny, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I was going to say overall... <laughs> one of the, the surprising saving graces of these movies is that there are so many unintentionally funny moments that have just been memed to death. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's, it's as Do boring it. as boring as uh, episode one is. There are still some moments that you're like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Or like, this is so bad. It's so bad. It's good kind yeah. of stuff. But and I feel like it just gets more fun as it goes along, too. Yeah. Uh which I didn't expect. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just too bad that it's not intentional. Yeah. You know, like they just... I mean, they all but drop the Jar Jar stuff, in, especially in the third one. They're like, dude, if he doesn't even get a fucking line no. in this movie. It's basically a cameo. Yeah. You don't... You don't... Don't fucking... And, and you can tell right away that they're like, this is the serious one. Mm-hmm. This is the... This is the one. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, this is the. I mean, you, Ewan McGregor, just completely, just. I mean, he he eats, he eats, dog. He eats mm-hmm. lunch yeah. all up in this movie. Yeah. Again, just doing the best with what he's given. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's, I mean, he's rocking the shit, man. Motherfucker deserves an honorary Oscar for just putting up <laughs> with all of this shit for three movies. Yeah. How much of his life was consumed by mm-hmm. this? And and is about to be more. But at least TV now, show. hopefully, he'll be in more capable hands. Yeah. And, you know, he'll be able to actually, you know, do some shit with that. Yeah. Um, so, what do we get? We get Palpatine 
turning Anakin, finally turning him. Even though it just does, it still just doesn't. Like, the problem is everything is set in motion. And logically, it makes sense the way that it's written, right? He has doubts in the leadership of the Jedi Council. A lot of it stemming from his own emotions and his own self doubt. Mm-hmm. And so when. You're talking Pal- about Anakin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when Palpatine gets in his ear. He's like he's like an open book. Like he's he he wants or not an open book, but like uh he's receptive to that. Right. Like he wants somebody to listen to him. It's somebody to agree with him, to mm-hmm. be on his side and say, Yeah, you know, you're right. You deserve to be on the council. I don't know why they're doing you like that. Mm-hmm. They're dogging you. Right. And I can give you that. Right. That's the other thing, is him saying, like, look, man, I can do that for you. So all of that makes sense. It's just the way that it's executed. It's just it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And not in like a good way. It's like literally, un- I don't believe what I'm watching. Yeah. It just, none of it resonates on an emotional level where you're like, well, well, why would he do that? And there's not, there's not that conflict. I feel that there should be with Anakin where, you know, he says it a little bit where he's like, oh, I don't know. Like Obi-Wan's been my mentor. Uh. Yeah. But I don't feel like there's really a conflict there for him. He's just no. immediately like, Obi-Wan sucks. Yeah. The Jedi Council sucks. I agree with you. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. His jealousy of Obi-Wan is completely unfounded. Yeah. They're, they do nothing to show us why he feels like that about him. Right. Nothing. No. All, all Obi-Wan has done has been his mentor for the past, like, like 15 years. Yeah. Well, and, you know, they showed him not being receptive to criticism and stuff like that. But it's not like it's ever been out of line. Right. You know, it's always when Anakin is doing too much. Yeah. And and most of it, I'd say the majority of any criticism that he's received has been, like, there's been a reason for it. Like, yeah. It's not, it's not like... Um, it's not unfounded, you yeah. know. It's not like, uh, why would you say that to him? You know, it's always been teaching moments, yeah. and he's not good with constructive criticism. No, <laughs> which is fine. All of these things are petty in comparison to how he reacts to these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, he like, why would he suspect that Obi Wan was fucking Padme? I don't know. Even in like a jealous rage. It's like, I mean, Padme and Obi-Wan are together twice. Yeah. In the the second one, Padme spends zero time with Mm Obi-Wan. In the first one, they barely even interact. It's all her and Qui-Gon because Obi-Wan is is somewhere else. Yeah. It would be more interesting if that was a thing, though. Oh, dude, 100%. If there was something... But that's exactly it, though, dog. Like, if there was a moment in, like, the first one or the second one where, let's say, uh, let's say Padme gives Obi-Wan a look or something, mm-hmm. and, and Obi-Wan's kind of like, eh, what's up? Mm-hmm. But nothing... Ever, no, it, it doesn't go anywhere. Hello it's there. just like a kind of... <laughs> like, yeah, you know what's up. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, look at my braid, bitch. <laughs> something. 
then that would make sense. Then you could, and 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 then obviously you cut to young Anakin mm-hmm. seeing yeah. the look, and you're going, oh no mm-hmm. no 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 no, he's trying to take my yeah. girl. Seed of doubt. There you go. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yep. Just plant the seed of doubt, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to do it. You don't have to do anything else. Do it. You can you can do everything that you've done already. Just give us a reason to believe why he feels these things. Yeah. And there's nothing. There's no reason. Why Why is he so unsure of the Jedi Council in the first place? Where does all that doubt come from? Yeah, I don't know. Other than the Emperor being in his ear. Mm-hmm. But then why does he trust the Emperor so much? Yeah. Well, he's not the Emperor yet. He's just a Senator. senator so why Palpatine. does he trust Palpatine so much? Why does he trust Palpatine over the Jedi Council? Why does he consider his word as God and then doubt the people who have been teaching him mm-hmm. for the past 15 years? Yeah, I mean, I think the way it's displayed to us is just because Palpatine's telling him what he wants to hear and the Council's telling him he can't be with the person he wants to be with. But they're not even telling him that. He hasn't even, like, broached the subject. Well, because it's not allowed. It's taboo. Right. I get that. But he hasn't even tried. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they'll never allow it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, what, Palpatine's like, it's all good, dog. Yeah. But he's just a senator. Like, if you want to be a Jedi, like... <sighs> well, Palpatine was given a seat of power above the other senators. Yeah. So now he's he's thanks the to Jar Jar. Thanks to Jar Jar. Thanks to fucking Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. It would be as if you were you were in like you were like a a a a, a big Christian, right? Mm-hmm. And you were trying to become like a pastor or something, but the vow of celibacy was was too much. You've fallen in love with somebody. I think pastors can have sex with people. Well, I know that they have sex with kids, but... Oh, no. <laughs> no. You're thinking of priests. Eh, whatever. All of them. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Okay, priests. That's right. what I'm thinking of, though. Priests have yeah. to take the vow of celibacy. Right. And that's the reason why they fuck kids. That, that's why. <laughs> that's why. That, honestly, you, you want to do this? You want to do this? That's not why. You want to do this? <clears throat> that's definitely part of it. You don't think so? You don't think the fact that a grown man has to be told that he can't have sex, and then the only thing that, that makes him want to have sex with kids obviously doesn't make him want to have sex with kids, but they're the only. But he'll take what he can get. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. No, I think if you want to have sex with kids, you want to have sex with kids. Of course, you want to have sex with kids. Why do you think I'm that? Gonna, it's... I'm gonna just edit that <laughs> a little bit out. Why do you think that it's so prevalent with just them? Um, you don't think that there's a correlation between the fact that the the, the vow of celibacy and it and and pedophilia? I don't. Th- <laughs> I think that if you're a pedophile, you're a pedophile. But do you? So you think like if you're a pedophile, you're like I'll just be a priest. Maybe there, ha- but not every pedophile is like twenty, and they're like. How can I express my pedophilia? I know I'll be a priest and then I'll fucking I'll help. Well, it's a it has been proven to be a safe haven for pedophiles, so only after the fact. Yeah. They didn't know that it wasn't like a secret amongst pedophiles. 
I just I, I just think that if you're not a, if you're if it's taboo for you to have sex with people, it doesn't make you turn into a pedophile. I'm you're I'm not I'm not I, you're being cut and dry black and white about it. I don't I'm not saying that. Being that's, real Sith about it. <laughs> you're speaking in absolutes right now. Okay. I'm not saying that that is the reason, uh-huh. but I am saying that there is 100 percent a correlation. Okay. I definitely think that that's part of it. There's obviously some really fucked up shit going on mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, all that stuff that yeah. they. Well, I think, but it, I do it, think that a vow of celibacy, and then you, the only thing that you see is these kids, these sweet young boys, mm. that I you're like grooming. That. Hey, man, that's how they said it. I'm just <laughs> repeating what these motherfuckers are saying. Mm-hmm. These sweet, juicy right. young children. <laughs> no, dude. So, th- like, uh, uh, like you're 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 only. I mean, it's not like they're hanging around with a bunch of women, obviously, right? Right. So they're, and well, they're not. They're not. They're not. The 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 way that they look at it is well. I'm I'm not gay. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna have sex with another pastor or another priest. Mm-hmm. But with this with Johnny over there. It's not the same thing. Mm. See <coughs> what I, I'm no, I'm no psychologist here. What I think it is, is that maybe pedophiles are attracted to that role because it gives them a position of power over people. And, uh, uh but they uh, dedicate their lives to that just so that they can have sex with kids. No, you don't I, think that's more far fetched than the theory that I'm proposing. Well, yeah, I don't want to, I, I because the way that I'm seeing what you're saying is that if you're left to your own devices, you turn into a pedophile. If you're not <laughs> allowed to have sex with people, which I just don't think is true. Okay, all right. I can have. I, I can literally have zero sex from now until I die, and I will not <laughs> want to fuck kids, Marco. I understand what you're saying, and I get why <laughs> it came off like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. All right. I, I, I get that. Yeah. That is not what I'm saying. Okay. But I understand how it sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, that maybe it's because they're attracted to that role that will give them access to kids? I, I do. I, I believe that it kind of goes with what you were starting to say, which is that, that power that mm-hmm. they get when they become a priest. It's like a shield. Yeah. And you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they want to do is have sex, but they can't have sex with women. They only have access to kids. I, uh, I'm i not saying that I, if I, you are left in a cage <laughs> and the only thing you could fuck is a kid, if you're not a pedophile, that thought doesn't even cross your mind. You right. just go, well, that, I'm, I'm not having sex for the rest of my life. That's... I get, that's right. If I'm, I'm not a, saying if that I'm in a cage, I'm eating the kid before I have right, sex right, I'm him. definitely eating the kid for sure. Right. That's I agree with that. I'm not saying left to your own devices, you're just gonna butt fuck anything, right? Because it's there. I'm not saying that, okay. but I am saying that if you're already mm-hmm. fucked up in the head, okay. which I do believe any man who wants that kind of power mm-hmm. is already fucked up in the head somehow. Politicians, the president. Mm-hmm. Kings, queens, all that shit. Yeah. Then, yes, I think that that contributes to it. And Mm. uh, you deciding 
I'm just not going to have sex anymore. That's one thing. Being told that if you want this power, this role, if you want to continue on in this role, Mm -hmm. you can't do that thing. If you do that, you're out. Mm -hmm. That's a different thing altogether. Now you're, it's not a vow of celibacy. You're being told that you can't do that thing if you want to continue on in this role. Right. Well, uh, that's the thing, though. It's like if you want that role, that's something you have to accept. Yeah. It's a, it's a vow that you, it, they're not making you do anything. You don't have to be a priest. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you don't have to do anything. But if you want that thing, you have to give up that thing. Well, yeah. And it's, it's something you got. But why do you have to give up that thing? It's part of the gig, baby. So why do you think? That so many of them are pedophiles. Well, I think, I think again that it's because that role is uh, a shield for um, predators. I think it's 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 become a thing that you know they they know they can get away with stuff as as a priest. At least they were they were able to. Now things are a little bit different, and, you know. Hmm. Who knows how different it is, really? Hopefully, hopefully better than it was before. Hopefully, um, but I just think that uh, you know, at the bottom line, like if a priest was able to have a wife, which I think they should be able to marry and you know do whatever they want. I don't care what it, it's it's so old fashioned that you know your your priest can't have a quote unquote normal life yeah. because he decided to be a priest. Doesn't make you impure. In fact, like it's 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 a a rite of passage to uh, to get married in Catholicism. Mm. It's a spiritual rite or whatever it is. Well, not for the the speaker of God, right? So I don't know. It's old fashioned. Well, anyway, for God, what I'm saying is, even if priests could marry and could have relationships, I think if you wanted to fuck kids, you're gonna want to fuck kids. Doesn't matter if you have a wife or not. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's like I, I I don't agree with what I think you were saying, which is if they were allowed to have a regular relationship with a, a woman or you know a, a man or whatever, um, that they wouldn't molest kids. Because if they had that in them, they're I feel like they're going to do that regardless of if they have a wife as a cover. This is what I'm a, saying. The vow of celibacy exacerbates what is already within them. Okay. So I agree with you. If mm-hmm. you're going to do that, it doesn't matter if you have a wife, kids, a healthy home. Right. You're going to do that. You're going to try at least. Mm-hmm. But I think that the vow of celibacy and the darkness and the secrecy and all this stuff, the clandestine, all its bullshit. The taboo nature of it all. That contributes to why... That I think that enforces it mm-hmm. in your head. Yeah. If if all you're told to do is you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. First thing you're gonna want to do is do that. Mm-hmm. So that that's. <laughs> I'm not saying that they wouldn't, given better circumstances mm-hmm. or more secular circumstances. Yeah. I think if you're a fucking freak, you're a freak, and right. you're gonna do that shit regardless. But a vow of celibacy and the nature and culture of being a priest exacerbates it yeah i think i think they're just given they're given the power and the uh, the leeway to get away with a lot of really bad stuff yeah so yeah it's a trusted position so yeah i mean i am more you know oh, not yeah. anymore no. but anyway star wars star wars so <laughs> you're you're positing 
that Anakin fucked those kids. <laughs> yeah, before he murdered them. Before he murdered them. He fucked those kids. The younglings. Because he's, he's fucked up. Yeah. In the head. He's fucked up. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, who? there's no telling what he did. That's that's why Obi-Wan was so disturbed. <laughs> said, he saw that on Christ. the security cameras. What is you? What are you? You are my brother, Anakin. <laughs> I know, Bo. I know. It. So we, okay. So we finally get to the end, and we finally get rewarded with the uh, penultimate mm-hmm. fight scene between Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah. And I don't know about you, man, but it's kind of not even that good. No. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think like... the fight choreography. I mean. I've just seen. I'm just. I'm just. So I'm. 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 Like, I'm fucking obsessed with with kung fu movies, martial arts movies, mm-hmm. fight choreography. I'm just ate it up. Yeah. And just watching it, I was just like, eh. Mm-hmm. You know, no disrespect to the fight choreographers who you know broke their backs for that scene, but it's just like, it was flat. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think what I like more about those scenes because I do like the scenes. I like that entire, like, suite of what's happening uh i think i like strangely enough the dialogue moments of it yeah where they're just talking to each other yes uh that's really emotional and it actually uh it pays off in a way that a lot of the other moments like that don't in this series that's a very good point so yeah like the the i don't know the the fight scenes are just a lot of flashing and loud noises but yeah when it, it comes down to them actually talking to each other, that's where I feel like there's a lot of good good beats yeah. within it. I, I think those moments could have been achieved through, in my head, what should have been, it should have been a really long scene. There should have been no cutaways. So the scene between Palpatine and, um, and Yoda... Mm-hmm. Those two, those should have been two separate scenes. Mm-hmm. I understand that they're like trying to like draw parallels. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you know, they do it again when he's becoming Darth Vader and Padme is having the kids. They're like mm-hmm. drawing parallels. I get that. Yeah. I just don't think that. First of all, I don't think that was worth it because what are you trying to tell us? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to tell us that Obi Wan is the ultimate good, like Yoda is, and Anakin is the ultimate bad, like Palpatine is? Mm-hmm. Because that's not the case, right? Anakin is not the ultimate bad. He is a flawed character who still has good in him. Mm-hmm. Palpatine is the ultimate bad. There's no redeeming qualities to Palpatine, right? Right. So there is no comparison to draw there. There's no correlation there, right? Yeah. So what do you? I don't understand. Anyway, it's maybe a very surface level comparison. Yeah, good, and maybe I'm thinking too much evil. about it. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it is just a very surface level like. Here's a good guy fighting the bad guy. Right. Here's a good guy fighting the bad guy. I think that like <clears throat> that scene could have been or should have been a knockdown, drag out, fucking slobber knocker, bro. Yeah. Should have been like a but just a dirty fucking they should have been on the on the 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 hill or that that little crest area right mm-hmm. where where he chops his fucking legs off. Yeah. Right there. They should have been like like punching each other should have got really fucking bloody and Mm -hmm. obviously not gory it's still a (laughs) star wars movie but like to just show to stress how much frustration and love and pain and anger is going into this fight instead it was like flat and kind of elegant it was like a fencing match yeah 
And I was just like, that's not... Anakin is angry. I mean, he's so... It's rage. Pure rage. This is a guy who, like, now he thinks he has proof that his wife has been cheating on him with his best friend, his Mm -hmm. mentor, his father figure and his brother figure at the same time. He has proof in his head. And he's like... If you're not with me, you're against me. You are now my enemy. And you've seen what I've done to my enemies. You're Mm. just another one of them now. So I'm just going to brutally murder you like I've done to the rest of them. And it just doesn't... I don't feel the the anger until you get to these moments where they're talking to each other. That's when you really feel the, oh, there's the emotion. Right. And again, it's carried by Ewan McGregor, man. He's just doing... So much. I mean, his back must be broken from carrying this franchise. Yeah. Especially in that fight scene. Mm-hmm. And then when he went in the, the, the fucking climactic scene, I have the high ground. We all know it. It's been memed to death. But you really, it really, you don't really get the emotional payoff of it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like, you, you, have to, you have to just go back and watch it again. With, yeah. with with these renewed eyes, especially since we've gone back and watched all of them now at mm-hmm. this point, yeah, more recently than than before. And when he's <clears throat> when he's down there and Anakin is, you know, falling into the lava, and he's yelling at him, and you're like, you really feel it mm-hmm. at that moment. You really feel it. And you're like, oh, all of the good acting has been right there, right, and that guy. Yeah. He's been doing all the acting. Yeah. Oh, that's the problem. All of the talent is right there. Mm-hmm. He's the only thing that's carrying this. Yeah. Hayden Christensen's awful. <laughs> <laughs> He's awful. He's awful. I'm sorry. He's Yes, he wasn't given much to work with. I think my counter argument to that is he's the only thing that should matter in this series and yet he's just awful yeah he's a he was a bad choice for anakin yeah just jumper was okay though because it's like a cool concept he sucks in that movie too okay (laughs) he's just not good man and i you know i feel for the guy because you know yeah, you know what? I don't feel for him either. Like he could get a job anywhere. He he's could very, do anything. He's very pretty. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. He's white, you know, blonde, beautiful guy. All facts. Yeah. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's Canadian. I, I found this that. out. Yeah, I just found this out because I was looking up. I was trying to see if he had done any other movies. Where like maybe he's got like some critically acclaimed art house movie that we mm-hmm. don't know about. Yeah. No. 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 He just did some movie with Emma Roberts that was panned to oh, death that has no. like a 17 percent on rotten tomatoes oh, no. that's all he's that's all he's doing that's all he's good for so i don't feel sorry for him like he walked into this and he's got all dude look at the other people in these movies like he couldn't get any advice from samuel l jackson ewan mcgregor yeah even natalie portman mm-hmm. uh who else is in this fucking movie um, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Ahmed Best? Yeah. You telling me you couldn't get advice from Ahmed Best? Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. I well, feel sorry for the guy. Okay. So what What do you think is the the biggest 
uh, Ewan McGregor. Good element of this movie. Ewan McGregor. He just he's he's the best part of the movie. He really gets to shine in this one. Everything he does. I mean, his fight scene with with Grievous. Uh, the end fight scene, obviously. All of his everything about it, he just. I wish the I wish the movie was about him. I wish it was all about him. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been cool to have uh, have the entire trilogy anchored from the perspective of Obi Wan. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, mine is probably like I said, the, just the the dialogue between Anakin and Obi Wan after that, that final fight. It, it just anchors the movie yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think this is the the best out of that prequel trilogy yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say, as as painful as a lot of this was. <laughs> I kind we got to spend time together, that's and that's all that matters. Yeah, like I said, painful. Um, <laughs> I will say, you know, there, there's a bunch of prequel apologists out there who, who are saying some crazy things. But I will say, I think I have a new appreciation for what George Lucas brought to the series. Mm. So I feel like there's a childlike magic that's missing from the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. That was that I felt from time to time in the prequels. Not to say that it's all good because it's not, but there's something to it that I feel with it being George Lucas as director and writer. Yeah, there's something there. There's something in that secret sauce. It, it he needed somebody else to take the the reins mm-hmm. and to tell him no, but I think there's some element of magic in there that's kind of missing from the sequel yeah. trilogy yeah no uh i yeah i can get with you on that because when you look at the original series for instance like the original star wars is his baby but empire which is pretty much consensus considered the best in the entire series yeah. and at this point the, the best in all nine movies now yeah I'd say so. Although there's still the people out there who think The Last Jedi is the best movie. Correct. Which is, yeah. we, st- we still need to go back and rewatch it. We do. Let's do it. Maybe there's some Ryan Johnson in there that we're just not seeing. I love Knives Out. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but with uh, Empire, like, it's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Somebody else directed it. It was story by George Lucas. But like he, he gave them what to use. And and then they were like, all right, well, we're gonna do this, this, and this yeah. to really punch this baby up mm-hmm. and give you some. And that's that, that's exactly. I think you know, it would be interesting to see what his original plans were for the sequel trilogy, like what he wanted because he want, obviously he wanted like nine was planned. He had that in his head. Yeah. So I, I would I would be really interested to see what he what where he thought it should go. And then it would be interesting to have, you know, the people who were involved, like you could still keep JJ and Ryan in involved in this stuff, right? Yeah. But you have George Lucas map out what he wants and you have JJ come in and punch it up. Mm-hmm. If Ryan come in and punch it up. Yeah. Although Ryan comes in and like really shakes it all up. But from what I understand, Ryan Johnson is the only guy who really really took it seriously. Mm-hmm. As far as trying to say something about 
the universe that we're living in. Yeah. Starting trying yeah. to say something about the Jedi culture yeah. and the a, idea. A larger message. Of yeah. Kind, yeah. Apparently, I mean, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but apparently, like, he really did the research, read the novelizations, and like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like, like, really, really took it seriously and really understood it on a level that other people didn't. Mm-hmm. And like, was really trying to do something different with it. Now, again, I, I don't have anything to corroborate that. I just saw it either on Twitter or something. Right. But if that's the case, and it does seem like that, it does seem like you have to have a really good understanding of what you're trying to turn on its head mm-hmm. to properly turn it on its head. Right. And I think that he has that. It's just people were like, no, this isn't a franchise that you come in and you say some thing you, you try to like get super smart with it like just make yeah. a good logical movie like right. we don't need you to come in and like do a parody within the movie that you're parody like yeah. we don't need that okay people were looking for uh, comfort food yeah no but no we don't no one was going into it going i wonder how the director feels about the movie <laughs> you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. i wonder what his voice is mm-hmm. within the film yeah I, I get the people who push back against that and are like well you know you should be asking more from these movies but you know it, I don't, it, it's it this is a franchise that's at the time seven movies deep yeah and we're just looking for conclusions here yeah. you know we're look. i, I mean <coughs> potentially new starts but at the same time it's like there's a lot that people have been waiting for for a long time. Yeah. So why, why does everything have to be something else, man? Why does everything got to be so fucking deep? Why can't it just be a fun thing? Like good, obviously make it good. But like, why, why like all these people who are like, you should expect more and art and blah, blah, blah. It's like, why man? Watch why? Fast and the Furious. That's all you gotta do. Honestly, man, you know how I feel about Fast <laughs> and Furious. Yeah. I, like I, I unironically and unapologetically love that series. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> not like because they're dumb, fun movies. They're yeah. not trying to be super deep. They're not trying to say something about politics or wealth or society. They're stupid fucking action yeah. movies where you're like, why? Do they know kung fu all of a sudden? Right. That doesn't make any sense. Fuck it. Oh, they're superheroes now. Just ma- as long as it's fun. Right. It, like, and sometimes movies can just be that. Why do they? Why do we always? And it's like, that's how I feel about the last Last Jedi. Where it's like, I mean, why? 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 Why did you feel it necessary to come in and try to turn everything on its head? Why? Why do we need? Like, you're yeah. you're 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 trying to answer questions to questions I didn't even have. Yeah, and and what the rumor is that he has a trilogy now. That's. He's yeah, apparently, here. yeah. Which I think is a, it's a great idea, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He I think it would be cool thing. to see what he does with right. some other shit. Right, he can do his own thing. But I think, again, as as I've said many times on this show, mm. bad idea to helm a second of a trilogy that's really the eighth of a, whatever you call a nine-movie series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even know what you call that anymore. Yeah, so... Yeah, no, it's, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair for him no. to just come in eight movies in, nine, seven movies in, do the eighth movie, and then go, let's let's try to do something interesting with it. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no. Paint by the numbers, sir. You see these numbers? Paint by them, mm-hmm. okay? 
No one's asking you to come in and fucking Picasso this thing. Just hit record. We don't want to hear your interesting perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Make the movie, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Not your movie. The movie. Make the movie. You're making my ears wet. Make the movie, Ryan. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, anyway. Why was that enough for him to kill Dooku? I don't know. He's like, he's like, it's not cool, man. I shouldn't fucking do this. Like, it's against the Jedi. Do it. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. right. (laughs) It's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. You got it, bro. Do it. All right. Yeah, you're right. Why didn't I think about it that way? Super convincing. Just do it. Do it. Do um. Anywho. Do it. The prequels are bad, but what do you think about the Mandalorian? Oh, man. You would think that I'd be exhausted by now of like all the Star Wars stuff and complaining. And actually, you know what? Before we get into Mandalorian, what do we think of Rise of Skywalker? If we're gonna stick to the movies for yeah, now. I mean we don't have another hour to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Maybe we should just we need to see it again. Okay, because we were kind of. Oh, I was pretty drunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't all the way there either. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we went out. Okay, so we went out to. If you're a local, we went out to Point Orlando, mm-hmm. which, if you're not a local, is the closest that we can get to a real. Not the closest. No, thing. that's a real ass IMAX. I, 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 fr- I phrase that incorrectly. I mm. mean, in proximity to ah. where we live, it ah, is the right. closest the that closest, we can get to a... The closest IMAX theater. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. That's how I should have phrased it. It is a real deal IMAX theater. Yeah, big boy. And it's the closest one to us. So, you know, when we go, when we see these, the real deal Holyfields, we're like, yeah. all right, we got to go out to Point Orlando. Yeah. So we watched The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. We watched we watched Batman. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 the Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, Rises yeah. Um, I think that's it for me. Just the, just those three. I saw, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, the, the the Nolan movie, the World War Two movie. Oh, you saw uh, uh oh shit! Now I'm spacing on it. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. You saw Dunkirk in? I saw oh, Dunkirk man. there. That must yeah. have been. Oh my god! I could breathe. Yeah, could that breathe. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, we gotta see. Tenet. New. One. Yeah. 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 We definitely have to see that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So we went out, we drove all the way out there. We fucked up the timing of it, though. Because the movie didn't start until, like, what, 11? Yeah. 11.30? We got we there like there 7. Like, <laughs> we were like out a there. bunch of boobs. So we were just out there for, like, five hours. Just like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. Because we're near the touristy area of Orlando. Oh, yeah. Which is a problem because... Most of that shit out there, first and foremost, is super busy because it's fucking just, it's just overrun with tourists. Yeah. And then the other problem is all the prices are jacked up Mm -hmm. because they're taking advantage of you stupid fucking tourists who just. It's a place called International Drive. Yeah. We call it iDrive here. Mm -hmm. Um, It's essentially like um, the tourist hub of Orlando. Yeah. Uh, Let me just say, if you're visiting Orlando, stay off iDrive. Get off of iDrive. <laughs> get as far Please, away from iDrive. Please, God, can. get off of iDrive. That is not where you, I know that they have a Dave and Buster's and a fucking listen. All of the shit out there, minus the theme parks, obviously, right. you can get anywhere else. Yep. And for a, a lot a, cheaper. A lot cheaper. Yeah, for sure. 
lot biz a lot less busy too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we drove all the way out there like some fucking morons and just hung out there drinking. So when we finally got to the movie, we're a little, a little sh- 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 a little swifty, slightly toasty. Yeah. So we do need to rewatch it again. All that being said, quickly, I do. I had fun watching it once I. Once I kind of turned my brain off. Yeah. And and I will say this, this this goes for solo too, because I actually watched that finally. I've been mm-hmm. just been eating up Star Wars there stuff. So I watched solo very recently and I had the same thing where I was like, Oh, okay, this isn't the movie that I want. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn my brain off and just try to enjoy this. Yeah. And once you do that, and I think if you do that for a lot of things you'll enjoy those things a lot more than if you basically s- try to remove your own expectations from things mm-hmm. and just kind of go into them as they are and experience them for yeah, what they allow, are. Allow yourself to enjoy things. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we bring a lot of bias to it. I mean, I, I, I love Star Wars. I grew up on it and it's one of my favorite movie series and just everything about it, it just like it sticks with me. Yeah. Like I just love it so much. So when you know I want it to be done correctly, mm-hmm. and so you know that's why that's why you know you nerd out on stuff and you get angry when things aren't done correctly and the way that you think they should be done and all this stuff. Um, but sometimes, I mean, especially now, I think I think it's the older you get. I think for me, the lazier I get, where I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spend this time and energy fighting with people yeah. online or fighting with myself about right. this. Obsessing like I just want to enjoy it mm-hmm. and then forget about it. I have other things that I need to think about, other things I need to stress about. Yep. This movie is not worth the time and energy. Right. And so you enjoy things, I think, more yeah. when, you, when you stop oh, sure. expelling that much time and energy on them. Yeah. So Get rid of the, the mad. Yeah. Just enjoy stuff. Just enjoy stuff. Or if you don't like it, just let it go. Yeah, just let, let it go. It is what it is, man. Yeah. It wasn't good. Say la vie. Right. Um, and I mean, you? yeah, for me, I mean, I, I had a great time. I liked it a lot. Uh, now, in hindsight, <laughs> I realize the plot holes. I realize a lot of the dumb decisions. And I realize a lot of the, um, I don't know, just like baffling turns that were completely uh, kind of almost out of like prequels, like unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessarily complicating things. Stuff um, that's just done, and you're like, why? Well, why? Why? That doesn't contribute why? anything. All it does is confuse. But at the same time, in a weird way, it was like it was just a lot of fun to watch in, yeah. in a big crowd in a big theater, really loud. Like I, there were multiple moments that were like cheer moments. Yeah, and like awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun. I turned my brain off because I didn't have any choice. Because I was like. Eight beers deep, uh, but no, I, I I enjoyed myself. That being said, I realize that it's not a great movie. Um, really thinking about it now, yeah. But uh, I had fun with it. I don't know. I I, I liked it. I liked. It. I didn't love it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to rewatch it just to have a better feel for it. Yeah. I think you. I mean, we we discussed this, but you liked it more than I did. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it's all fan service, obviously. Like, 
Yeah. To, like, JJ overcorrected. Yeah. From the Ryan Johnson. Uh, yeah, so. and there, there's moments that are... You, you can let the Marvel and, and Lucasfilm executives spin it however you want. There are moments in this movie that are definitely fuck yous to Ryan. Oh, I don't sure. care what they try. I don't care how they try to spin it. Yeah. There's definitely moments 100%. where you're like, that's director talking to director. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but anyhow, it was still, it, it was, was still it was fun. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. But yeah, I mean, you obviously you walk away from it and you just like, you're just like, oh, it's over now. Overall, I feel like we, speaking for you, obviously, um, I think leaving the theater, I know I had a good time, but I think we both felt, now that we have the full context of this new trilogy, just disappointed overall. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of potential that you, you saw. There's there's these really high highs and really low lows. Um, I, I there's, there's It's almost melancholy in a way. It's like, they could have done so much more with with the the tools they were using and the the actors they had on hand and the talent that was there. Yeah. But you know what we ended up with wasn't bad, and I think that's something to at least be grateful for. You know, that was. I just had this thought, and I don't know if I should share it because I don't know if I'm going to regret it. Like in a year. Mm. And well, then like, this, somebody will be like bring it up to me later on and be like, You this you said this on the podcast, so you can't you can't you can't say that now. This you It's a time capsule. <clears throat> Go ahead and set it. I always would prop up Star Wars as one of the best trilogies ever made. Mm-hmm. Right? And I would I would I would say you could you could you could put this up against almost any other series ever created. And it would it would at least be able to compete. Yep. Now given everything, if you if you if you <laughs> let's 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 look at it like this, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say let's say you've got yourself a, a pot and 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 you've put in three really good ingredients. Yeah. Just like the best fucking chicken you can find. Just beautifully made rice, some veggies that are just fresh picked. And you're like, I got myself a meal. I'm already good. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else comes in and they're like, what if you added milk to that? And you're like, don't add milk. And they just start pouring mm-hmm. milk. Yeah. And then somebody else comes in and they, they, they throw chalk in it. And you're like, mm-hmm. why would you throw chalk? This is food. That's not even edible. And then another Let's person Let's add some sunny delight. <laughs> they just... Guzzle, like, and they just blah, 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 the sunny delight into your pot, and you're like, "Why'd you do this to my? Why? Yeah. It's not even edible anymore." Mm-hmm. And then somebody else comes in, and they go, "Here's a little bit of parsley, mm-hmm. that'll at least liven the flavor up a little bit, or or wake it up." Right. Here's some salt. Yeah. Here's a little bit of salt, so that, and then here is like a chemical that makes everything in there at least edible. Uh huh. That's what this is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, it's hard for me to defend this series anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody says Harry Potter's better than Star Wars, like, if, like a couple years ago, I would have slapped the shit out of that person. But now oh. I'm like, hey, man, you got yourself an argument. <laughs> right. I can't, I mean, <laughs> right. you got yourself an argument, dog. Like, 
I mean, Harry Potter did that. Uh, there's what eight movies in Harry Potter? It's Deathly like, Hollows is two. Yeah. Sorcerer's Stone. I don't know why I went in this order. Goblet of Fire. <laughs> say what? Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban. Chamber of Secrets. Half Blood Prince. Seven movies. I think I'm forgetting. Did you one. say Sorcerer's Stone? I did say Sorcerer's Stone. Or Philosophers, if you're from the UK. Yeah. Okay. Let's say. All right. Let's. We're doing for memory. Okay. Yeah. Philosopher's Stone. Uh-huh. Chamber of Secrets. Yep. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yep. Goblet of Fire. That Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Half Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't know. Is is there one between Half Blood Prince and Deathly Hollows? Let's fucking look it up. We have the technology. What are we doing? <laughs> Half Blood Prince. I'll let you keep struggling. Deathly Hollows. There can't just be six books. Let's see. According to Google, people are like screaming at. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For it's sure. It's this one, you idiot. All right. So. We have Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows. Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So Order of the Phoenix, Half-Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows, two movies. One and That's two. eight movies. Yeah. That's eight movies versus Star Wars 9. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I mean, some of those that movies move, aren't great either. They're not great, but. but I mean, from start to finish, they're at least good. Yeah. yeah I mean, which 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 Harry Potter movie can you pick out and go, that shit is trash? None uh, of them are trash. Yeah. Yeah. They're all made well. Yeah. I don't think there's, a, there's an equivalent to like the prequels. No, nothing is as bad. As but bad, also, yeah. I would argue that there's nothing as good. As the original Star Wars. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, for sure. For sure. I mean, I, yeah. Uh, the the highest high for me in Harry Potter is Prisoner of Azkaban. It's a dope fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I like The right. Goblet of Fire, too. I think that's a good movie. Goblet of Fire is good, too, yeah. I actually like the uh, the Deathly Hollows together. Yeah. Too. But anywho. Yeah, so basically the point I'm making is like what they've done... To the original series. Yeah, it's, kind of, it, it's sullied it a bit. Yeah. I hate to take that stance because, of course, you can just say, if you don't like them, ignore them. You, you can do that. You can just focus on what you like about a series. As you can't to, do that. Okay. Can you, though? I can't. But you I like can? To, I cannot. No, no. But I encourage other people to. Yeah. I mean, if you want to enjoy your life instead of right. thinking about... But we're obsessive, so that's, yeah. you know... Once a once something is canon for me, like it, it's set in stone. Yep. Like it is, yep. Undeniably part of the universe. I, I cannot agree. cannot separate the two. One hundred percent. If you if you if you decide that this is part of the story now, that's it. Now yeah. it has to be taken into account every time I think about this thing. Yep. Um. I mean, that's like uh, that's like Michael Jordan's career, for instance. Mm-hmm. You can imagine a world in which. He shoots a game winner in game six, walks off into the sunset with six championships, Mm -hmm. and he's the greatest player of all time. But in reality, he came back and played for the Wizards for two seasons and was a mediocre small forward shooting guard who was past his prime and just felt like he could play still. Right. And you have to remember that, okay? Mm -hmm. 
because it's canon because he did it. That's real life. Okay. It happened. <laughs> and that's the same for this shit. You can act like it didn't happen, but it did. It did, yeah. So. All right. There that is. All right. Well, on to happier things. The Mandalorian. Yes. The Mandalorian. I mean, <clears throat> oh, Adam. I mean, especially in the context of all this. Mm-hmm. What a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. It's like it's like coming up from water. It's like being underwater and drowning. I thought, I thought you were just gonna say coming. It's like <laughs> it's like coming all over the sheets. No, it's like it's like uh, it's 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 really like drowning, and then poof, you, your head comes <gasps> out from and you, you take that gasp of air, and you're yeah. like, finally. It's like when you wake up from a nightmare. Yeah. And you <laughs> sweaty, and you're like, oh, oh, but it wasn't real. Wow. And okay. life is a little bit better. Yeah. You know, even if your life is hard, it's not as bad as that nightmare was. Right. It's just a little bit better. It's just mm-hmm. a little bit easier. It's just a little bit easier to swallow. That's what the Mandalorian is. Yeah. Just, I, I, dog, I don't even, I don't even dislike the episodes that are supposed to be bad, bad. episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I even enjoyed those. I thought they were fun. They weren't, they obviously weren't as good as like the beginning of the season yeah. or the end of the season. Like mm-hmm. that, it definitely dips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still like it still was fun. I was afraid around mid season that that's all we were gonna get was like monster of the week style and it not be up to snuff. Yeah. Um, but the fact that those really are just like one offs and then it, it catches up with the main storyline at the end makes everything so much better. To yeah. Me. I'm able to take those much easier. Yeah. Now and I now see them as just being these fun sides. <laughs> And it being fine, which now that this that that the first season is over, in context, that's like a really cool way to go about a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, if they do that from now on, second season is like the first couple of episodes push the narrative. Two or three episodes in the middle of the season are just kind of fun monster of the week kind of things. Then yeah. you get back to the narrative. Mm-hmm. Like that's dope. It's really good. Yeah, I like that. I like it's that a, a lot. Fun thing to do. Yeah, and you know, I think, I think. Watchmen kind of hurt the Mandalorian experience for me early mm. because I was watching it. I was watching Mandalorian while expecting like prestige TV mm-hmm. and Mandalorian is not prestige TV. Mm-mm. It is fun TV. Yeah. It's just fun TV. Right. So I think people, people myself and, and you included, I think our expectations are really high because we, are watching TV in the prestige. Well, we're past it now, but we we kind of came of age mm-hmm. during the prestige era, well, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. just TV was just like, what? Yeah. what is going on? Like, dude, they were making arguments that TV was better than just, I mean, and, and like good arguments. Right. That TV was better than the movies coming out. It was just like, what? Everywhere you looked, every channel had at least one or two TV shows that was just knocking it out of the fucking yeah, park. For sure. So we were spoiled, you know what I'm saying? Like now those shows are done and we've kind of we've kind of settled back into this lull of like, eh, TV kind of Netflix is king. HBO. HBO's still doing some shit. There's some there's a couple of shows on Hulu that are or not Hulu, I'm sorry, Amazon Prime. Hulu too. Yeah, I don't know. What what shows does Hulu have? Um, what's it called? I don't watch it on Hulu. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't Castle know that. Rock is apparently pretty good. Okay, the Stephen King one. Sure. Um, 
There's a few other ones. Nothing to like. I mean, Handmaid's Tale is is, is apparently like really good. Yeah. Um, I don't watch it like that. Let's see. Yeah, Any Amazon. women, am I right? Oh my god. You should watch it. Um, have, let's see. Amazon has uh, Amazon has Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Man in the High Castle, Fleabag, Fleabag, it's huge. So they've got some good stuff. Shit on there. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously Netflix is king. Just, I mean, they just they're really taking the throw everything at the wall and see what sticks approach. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's it's working for them more times than not. Yeah. So. I mean, we've got some stuff, but it's definitely not what it was a couple years ago. Well, I think it's just, I think that's mostly just because there's such a variety of them now. Like, there, we've been inundated with shows. So, of course, with the amount that we're getting now, we're going to get a lot more bad shows. But right. we're still going to get a lot of good shows. But is there a show that's out right now? Because you watch more TV than I do. Yeah. Is there a show out right now that's on the level of a Breaking Bad, Mad Men, you know? I mean, I'd argue that Watchmen was. I wouldn't fight you on that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, mm. do you know who Lube Man is? Yeah. You you saw the. Yep. 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 Oh, that's just wonderful. (laughs) There was a a report, like a fake report every week. Yeah. I didn't know that they were doing that. Yeah. I found out like around the last third episode i think it was yeah that they were doing that and i'm like ah i'm too late so if you're watching the if you're watching the show or if you've watched the show the the detective that comes with blake mm-hmm. i forgot his name but he's keeping a report of of the happenings once he gets there yeah it's his report mm-hmm. so he has like a blog basically yeah, that's the, yeah, it's, that's probably the best way to put it. I yeah. mean, it's like an FBI report, but it's basically a blog. Yeah. So he's keeping tabs on everything that's going on. So it's really interesting to read it from his perspective. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. It's just really interesting to see it from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's that was really that's really, and and what's really cool about that show and what Damon Lindelof Linden Lindelof there it is. What David, uh, what David Linden, Bichigan Bruce, that's great. What old DL did. Hughley? <laughs> what DL Hughley, how DL Hughley wrote this show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny I can pronounce that very easily. Damon Lindelof. There it is. He did a really, he did a really cool thing, which was build a world around this and kind of make it bigger than just the show with. Yep the um not just his report but also um all of the stuff in between where the graphic novel left off and to where this all the stuff that i read when when we when we first got into it and like the podcast kind of explaining the makings of the show and his thought process going into it like Mm -hmm. all of these things is all contributes to the world building Mm -hmm. and And the discussion around it too. yeah and just making it a real thing, making it something that lives on its own. And like there's all these characters, these decisions, all these things that happen within the world, mm-hmm. making them make sense. Why do people do the things that they do? The environment that they're affecting and being affected by, all of this stuff, all that shit contributes to like your experience with the show and like what you connect with and mm-hmm. why you give a shit about these characters. Yeah. It's something that like a lot of 
producers and writers don't really understand. It's like, give me a reason to love these characters. Mm -hmm. Just give me a reason, and I will. I want to. I'm watching the show because I want someone to love. Yeah. (laughs) Give me a reason. And they, you know, more often than not, they spend too much time you know, trying to sell you something or just trying to keep the fucking mm-hmm. jokes coming where it's like, just write good characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what they did with The Watchmen and with The Mandalorian to a lesser extent. Yeah. Like, his the point of the character is not to love him per se, but the he is... find him intriguing. Yeah. And he, he's the lone gunman in this. And and that's what you do with lone gunman characters until they kind of explore them a little bit more. It's like you're just intrigued by him. Mm-hmm. You're like, what's going on? You want to know more? Yeah, you know. Instead of what's under what's under the what's under the cowboy hat, mm-hmm. it's what's under the fucking Mandalorian helmet. Like, what's what's the mystery there? Yeah. What does he really think of what's going on? Why does he do the things that he does? Why does he care so much about Baby Yoda? Mm-hmm. You know what's why, the why point? does he distrust the droids? Why does he distrust droids droids so much? Yeah. Why you know, those are interesting questions that I hope that they answer. I hope that it's not just Well, they have somewhat. A little bit. I don't I don't I hope that it's not it's not just this sense of longing for a family or whatever that he just like Well, and then who is Baby Yoda? Like what Yeah. They're they're saying we're gonna get those answers in the second season. Yeah, so. and, and wondering like why, why the remnants of the empire want him. Obviously, he's force sensitive, but yeah, or he has the force. He knows how to use the force. Yeah. Um, but finding out really what their plan was for him. Yeah. Yeah. So et cetera, et cetera. That's a good show. Yeah, it is a good entertaining, show. fun watch. So, I mean, if you've if you've done what we've done, if you've tortured yourself in the ways that we have, then yeah, watch The Mandalorian for just some kind of relief. Yeah, just hope a, hope for the future. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it does it does let you know, like maybe maybe going forward. I mean, if if the if John Favreau and uh, other homeboy David something. Not Damon Lindelof. <laughs> um, have forgot. you seen The Leftovers? Oh, man. You know what? I think we should just wrap it up. Mm, okay. Let's review these beers. Okay. Anything else you want to say about Star Wars, The Mandalorian, TV, Baby Yoda, Hayden Christensen, how awful he is? Do you want to, do you want to mention that? Um, He's bad. We can agree on that, right? He's not a good actor. No, he's not. No. He's not. I'm sorry, Hayden. I really am. <laughs> I, I No, I try to give everybody in the prequels the benefit of the doubt because like the material obviously wasn't there. But No, and, and here's the thing, man. He didn't do it any favors, I'll tell, tell you that much. Part of the reason that we did this was because, like I said at the top of the show, nostalgia and all these people telling us, telling the world mm-hmm. that the sequel, the prequels are not as bad as you remember. In fact... They may be even better than the sequel trilogy. People don't give enough respect to the prequels. Hating, we miss you, Hayden Christensen. All this stuff, like that's part of the reason why we, why I did this, why I forced you why to you do it. Why you made me do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is what was in my head was okay. 
what did I miss about his performance? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert, nothing. Nothing. Not the only thing. thing that I missed was it was worse than I remember. <laughs> than you thought, yeah. Yeah, kind of the same. Kind of the same. So I, I don't want people to come away from this thinking like I went into it wanting to hate yeah. the movies. Like, and you know, honestly, I am genuinely curious. If anyone out there that's listening right now is a true fan of the prequels, I'd like to know why. Oh, man, I would love for anyone who has a compelling argument. Mm-hmm. Genuinely curious, not to dog you out or anything. I respect your opinion. Yeah. But I just, I want to know what you find in it that we're not seeing. Yeah. Because I've seen this opinion online before. I just yeah. haven't been able to talk to anybody about it that yeah. actually believes that. So if you do have that opinion, write us an email, send us a message on Facebook or tweet us, tweet us or I, Instagram. Please, God, I would, I would love, love to hear from somebody who like genuinely likes these movies. Yeah. What are we not seeing? Tell us, tell us what we're not seeing in these, because I genuinely don't understand how, how people find these good, let alone great. And if, you know, if your argument is that we're wrong and Hayden Christensen is a good actor, go fuck yourself. Don't even, (laughs) just don't even bring it up. We're looking for why. Why? Yeah. I want, we want compelling arguments. Not just what your thought is, but why? Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we can give you a compelling argument as to why you should drink this beer from New Belgium. It's the Voodoo Ranger, kids. The Starship IPA. I actually didn't give enough details at the start of the show. Mm. Because I don't think I mentioned that it is a Voodoo Ranger. Or that it's from, from New, New Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did, you did uh, not. But all those things are true. It's part of their rotating IPA series. Rotating. S- rotating. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I put the emphasis uh, in the middle of the word. The wrong syllable. The rota- <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, the, it's part of their rot- rotating. There it is. Rotating uh-huh. IPA series. Devil may cry. Devil may cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7.7 ABV. The artwork on it, they hit on something with the Voodoo Ranger man. Because first of all, it's a dope character that they that whoever came up with this really fucking cool. Yeah. And then they've just basically plastered him all over. I don't even think I think that they know that this is a dope label. Yeah. And they're like, what should we call that? It has to do. Just call it Voodoo Ranger something. Because mm-hmm. what does citrus and grapefruit? have to do with space or stars. Well, it's because of the galaxy hops, Marco. Are there galaxy hops in this? Yeah. Alice World galaxy hops. You said it in your cold read. I did say it in my cold read, didn't I? You sure did, bud. It's a cold read, man. I I fucking, I blank out and just read. (laughs) I don't even think about it. Eyes roll back into the back of your head. (laughs) Start speaking in tongues. Uh, but yeah, that's why it's the, it's the galaxy hops. Okay, that makes sense. That yeah. part of it, <clears throat> the rest of it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's not what we're here to do. Criticize the label or why they chose to do what they did. We're here to criticize the beer. The beer. What'd you think, Obi? Yeah. Nice. See, I didn't burp all episode, and that was that, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan. That was Adam. That wasn't me. Yeah. First time in a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, uh, the Voodoo Ranger Starship IPA is pretty tasty. It is. Um, with the with the citrus 
uh, I was kind of hoping for it to be a, have a bit more of a citrus bite to it. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite have that, mm-hmm. uh, which I was a little disappointed about. That being said, it, it has a good, good overall hoppy flavor to it that I enjoy. It does have a bit of a citrus note. Uh, the grapefruit goes in there with the bitterness very well, which I like. I would have just liked a little bit more of a, a sour cut to it a little bit, you know, just to mix it up a little bit. It falls a little flat for me overall. Um, that being said, it's still very tasty, and this is pretty much right up my alley, so I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to give it a 4. I'm kind of leaning towards a 3.5. I'm going to actually go to with, go down to a 4 after taking my last swing. <laughs> It, it's a it's a little overly bitter for me. I, I'm getting a little bit too much grapefruit and not enough other citrus. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go down to a four. Then I'm gonna hit it with a three point five. Okay, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. All right, but it's kind of like what you said. It doesn't really doesn't really hit on the things as advertised. As far as I'm concerned, I, I, I'm I'm not getting the notes. It's just kind of there. It it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's it's it does its job, I guess, but it's there's no distinct flavors, in my opinion. Okay. In my humble opinion, mm-hmm. as they say, even though this whole fucking show is our humble opinion. I don't go as far as saying humble, but yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> that is a bit of a stretch. You think we got it? I think we got it. All right. Well, four and a half for you, sir. No, four. I'm, I'm sorry. Change to four. We walked four. it back, yeah. Well, you, you walked that back fast. Yeah. Four for you. You moonwalked it back. <laughs> four for you. Space. A three and a half for myself. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you.